Hello, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain, and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven-day-a-week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 207 of our trek, and this week we are hiking the Christmas trail to learn about some of the key players in the Christmas story. It is my hope that we will learn from these stories that bring hope to the world, not only during Christmas, but for each day of the year. Each story will cover two days, and for today, we will explore the first part of a story titled Christmas Love, the story of God's gift to us. These stories are adapted from lessons originally taught by Raymond Vaughn Pleaston. If you miss any of the days of our Wisdom Trek episodes, please go to wisdom-trek.com to listen to them and to read our daily journal. We are recording our podcast from our studios at Home 2 in Charlotte, North Carolina. This episode will air on the day before Christmas, and we should be heading north for today, and we'll arrive at the Big House late this evening. Since we are celebrating our family Christmas on January 9th in Charlotte, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day should be a nice relaxing time for Paula and me. We do plan on sharing Christmas dinner with my brother Jack and his wife Anne, as well as our dad. Jack and Anne are hosting the dinner, so all that I have to prepare are my favorite creamy and buttery mashed potatoes, so it will be a break from the usual cooking that I do on the holidays. During this Christmas week, we will continue to invest our time on our trek together reflecting on the true stories surrounding the original Christmas. It is by design that on our hike on the Christmas trail today and tomorrow, we will be exploring the ultimate gift, which is God's gift to us, salvation through Jesus Christ, whose birth we are celebrating. Today we are exploring the first part of our story, Christmas Love, the Story of God's Gift to Us, Part 1. I want to start with a story that I read recently, and it goes like this. Christmas was an exciting time, and Joey was excited too. He was only 10 years old, and he was as excited as any 10-year-old boy could be. For him, Christmas was still the time of wonder. He did the things that most 10-year-olds would do. He played ball, rode his bike, climbed trees, went fishing with his dad. He was a happy kid. He just enjoyed life, every part of it. To him, life was full of wonder and amazement, and Christmas was the most wonderful time of the year. It was Christmas Eve, and the ground was white with snow. It was cold, and it was clear. The stars were so bright that night, and they seemed so close, you would have thought you could reach out and touch them with your hands. The family was on their way to their grandparents' house. That was a family tradition. Joey could hardly wait. He was excited, and his mind was raced with ideas about what he might receive this year. What present would be under the tree for him tonight? Every year, the family would gather at Grandma and Grandpa's house. There was a huge tree, and there was always a present under the tree for each person there. The kids would seek peaks of their presents to find out where theirs was located. Joey was usually the first to find where his present was placed, but this year it was different. He didn't find it right away, even though he had searched all over. He began to worry because he couldn't find it. But then his eyes caught a big box in the corner. It was a huge box, the biggest present that he had ever seen. He slowly walked over to it, and sure enough, written on the tag were the letters J-O-I-E. He was grinning from ear to ear. His eyes were wide with excitement. Grandpa always handed out the presents, and Grandpa was not very fast, but this year he seemed especially slow, and wouldn't you know it, Joey's name was the last one called. As soon as his name was called, Joey bolted up to Grandpa. Is this really mine? Is this big present mine? Grandpa reassured him it was. As soon as he knew it was, he tore into the package. And what do you think he found? What do you think was inside that large box? What was this best Christmas present Joey had ever received? So my question is, what do you think it was? 
Well, I will leave that to your imagination. What would you like to have in your present? We all have an idea of what the best present would be, don't we? We can call to our mind the picture of what that present would be. How do you measure the value of a present? How do you judge its worth? By its size? By its weight? Do you judge it by its cost or perhaps its usefulness? What I would like to do today and tomorrow on our trek is to examine God's present to us. It is wrapped up. It has bows on it. It is standing in a corner and it is large. I will read from God's word the best present of all time, which is found in 1 John 4, 9-11. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. How do you measure the value of God's gift to you? Now, I would suggest three ways, but the first one we will explore today and we'll save the final two for Christmas Day. The first way we measure the value of God's gift to us, God's gift to you is measured by its usefulness. What is the usefulness of God's gift to us? Notice in the passage I just read, the usefulness of a gift is explained so that we might have eternal life through him. And Jesus put it this way in John chapter 10, verse 10, the thief's purpose is to still kill and destroy, but my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. What a promise this is. Not just life, not just existence, but a life which is worth something, but a life which means something, a life that has worth, a rich or full and satisfying life. Life with a purpose, life with a value, life with meaning, a life that will have eternal consequences and benefits. God has made you a special person for a special purpose. Ephesians 1 verse 4 tells us, Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. You were specially created, handcrafted, uniquely made for the purpose of bringing glory to God. So here is a fact that I would like you to grasp that I am here and you are here for the glory of God. Your purpose is to live a life that magnifies the Lord, to encourage and to support fellow Christians to become more like Christ, to use your gifts and talents in helping others, to tell those who don't know Jesus that there is good news. Your purpose is to bring glory to God in all that you say and all that you do. And when all is said and done, you should long to hear the words written in Matthew 25, verse 21. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. God says that you have brought me glory. You have enlarged the kingdom of God. You have done well. God's gift of salvation to us is useful. He gives us meaning and value. Our purpose is to bring glory to God. And because of God's love for us, He has provided the best Christmas gift to us a rich and satisfying life here on earth, and a life for all eternity with him. God, through Jesus Christ, took on human flesh and dwelt among his creation so that he could redeem us. This Christmas, take time to reflect on this wonderful gift that God has given us and fulfill your purpose of bringing glory to God. Tomorrow we will explore the final episode of our Christmas Story series this week with part two of Christmas Love, the story of God's gift to us. So please encourage your family and friends to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our podcast for today. Remember to listen to your daily dose of wisdom each day at wisdom-trek.com or you can subscribe at iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spreaker, YouTube, or any of the other social media channels. 
And please share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person as you meet with them and invite them to come along with us each day. The journal for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com. Thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.